0: Traversing the fields of geekdom. How about you? Uh, it... Climbing the mountain of pop culture. Who wants to play video games? Oh. Defeating the dark lord of social media. It's The Geek Show on 1470 and 100.3 WMBD. Yes, welcome to The Geek Show. I'm your host, Corey Wara. The Geek Show is brought to you by Mega Replay, Pure's best place to buy, sell, and trade movies, music, video games, video game systems, and electronics. You can visit them at the Metro Center or on Facebook. Mega Selection, Mega Savings, Mega Replay. And yes, as I mentioned, I'm your host, Corey Wara. This is The Geek Show. If this is your first time here. Welcome. Have a seat, sit back, and relax. This is a show where we take a break from all the yelling, all the screaming, politics, Donald Trump, Joe Biden. Push that aside and let's talk about some fun things. Video games, movies, TV shows, a little bit of everything. I got some hacking news, sadly. But uh, as I mentioned before, if this is your first time listening, welcome to the show. This is how the show kind of breaks down we start off the show with news of the week we're going to start off with some darker news as we slowly get into some lighter fun stuff the darker stuff mainly dealing with this election season we're in and specifically the technology behind it because although we stay away from talking about the politics of it all i just want to keep everyone up to date on all of the scams that are happening and all of the hacking that's happening out in the world so that you guys can protect yourselves as we move on into what will be a very crazy next couple months with election season happening then we take a break and we get back we talk about movie news We got some very interesting uh, news in the world of movies, specifically with movie theaters and moving forward with blockbuster hits. There are rumors that Disney is going to push the release date for several of their films and other studios are in the same rumor category because of how the movie Tenet, which is the new Christopher Nolan film, did in the box office. We've talked about it before, and I told you that that movie was going to be a big test on how movie theaters are doing. The news, movie theaters are not doing that well. So there are rumors that things are going to be starting to push again, so we'll have to wait. Uh, Hopefully, there will be other options. Otherwise... Man, 2021 is going to be a crazy year for movies. It's going to be like week after week after week, new movie, new movie, maybe even two new movies a week. But uh, then after that, we take a break. We get back. We talk about Corey's Tech Quarter, talk about the latest and greatest in the technological world. Specifically, we'll be talking about one of my favorite things that happens once every I think 10 years, it feels like, a new generation of video game consoles. We have the PlayStation 5 had a big event this week, and they announced everything and more. I'll go all over that. Then we'll touch base with Microsoft, see where they are. And then if we have time, Apple also had an event kind of disappointed by it but if we have time i'll touch base on that too and then we end the show with the top five list of the week i got three trailers and two viral videos that you should definitely stick around to listen because they are funny so as i said earlier we're going to start on the heavier stuff and then get to some light fun stuff this story is another one that's heartbreaking and something that we need to to fight as soon as the story comes out about it. The USPS, the United States Postal Service, has been having a problem. There are QAnon people that are uh, doing phishing texts that are flooding phones across the country. So there's a new string of schemes slamming phones nationwide. You might have already gotten one uh, with folks claiming that these texts have ties to massive multinational sex trafficking operation while offering no evidence to back up. Obviously, that's kind of the heart of QAnon. They believe that they're stopping uh, this evil super organization of pedophiles around the world, blah, blah, blah. But the other thing is that uh, a part of these texts, too, are trying to get your information. So what happens if you receive it, and if you haven't received it, this is what it happens. The scheme generally works like this. You get a text from a mysterious number claiming that your delivery from the USPS, FedEx, or another delivery service is experiencing some sort of issue in transit that requires your urgent attention. Because of our country's postal service and the state that we are, the text include like legitimate sounding information. But uh, they give you a tracking number and a link to click on so that you can uh, find out more. Uh, What happens next is really up to the scammer behind the text. There are multiple versions out there, but genuinely, they are trying to get your credentials, most often in the form of credit card numbers. An example, uh, the security researcher unearthed a tweet thread. The link that supposedly provided access to a supposed USPS shipment uh, actually led to a domain that had nothing on it except for the sole purpose to infect your, infect your browser on your phone with malware. So, as always, guys, you have to be diligent about this stuff. First of all, if you are already signed up for, uh, like, I get text on my some of my Amazon packages, uh, just make sure you follow and know what number's calling you. If you have a mysterious number that says, oh, you have a delivery, and you're like, wait, I didn't order anything, or wait, I did, what's going on? Check on it elsewhere first. you Like on Amazon, you can go to the Amazon site and click on orders and you can see uh, what's the deal with your order. Just don't trust these things. If a number that you don't recognize pops up and says, hey, uh, here's all this information. Click here to figure it out. Don't click on that link. Do everything you can not to click on that link until you can confirm that it is what you're looking for. In most cases, you could just type it online in the Google, type in the phone number or even type in what the uh, popped up message wise on your phone and you'll be able to stop it what I'm most worried about and why the reason I keep hitting on this is because of elderly people who are aware I mean I talk about this all the time these types of scams may seem like oh well this is super obvious but the fact that they're still here means that people are still falling for it so we got to help fight it because I hate nothing more than uh, bad people hackers or companies taking advantage of people especially when they're not aware of the whole situation. So stuff like that just really really irks me. Uh, next up in a story that I had to bring up, uh, Kim Kardashian, somebody I just I hate all most influencers and all of that. That's a whole world I'll never get into and I'm glad I never got into. Well, this week Kim Kardashian is among several celebrities who have joined #StopProfitForHate campaign targeting Facebook, telling followers that she will suspend her Facebook and Instagram accounts on Wednesday in protest, she said, I can't sit by and stay silent while these platforms continue to really allow the spreading of hate propaganda and misinformation created by groups to sow division and split America's part, blah, blah, blah. She will freeze her Instagram, Facebook account, and then she's urging others to do so. She has over 188 million Instagram followers. Other celebrities who have uh, decided to suspend their Instagram accounts also Uh, Katy Perry, Demi Lovato, Sasha Baron Cohen, and many others. And if you can't tell, I am rolling my eyes so hard during this whole thing for several reasons. First, Kim Kardashian is known as an influencer for putting out products there. Those products sometimes aren't exactly the best products that you could be releasing it. And second of all, the fact that you think you have any power at all to just say, I'm not going to use Instagram for a day. I doubt, I really, really doubt that Facebook is even going to care because those 166 million people that follow you are still going to be using the platform. So, I don't know. This is just like, a, it really irks me because if you really want to hate, uh, stop the hate and spreading of propaganda and misinformation, then do something. Do something than saying, I'm not going to log into my social media for a day. That's that's just, ugh annoys me. Next up, as we get start to get lighter, uh, there's a new term going around that I think everyone should be aware of. I don't want to break this story down too much because I think it's silly. There's a uh, YouTuber named Pokimane, and she's been getting a lot of controversy lately because of something she does. She is a streamer, and she's on uh, the screen playing video games, and she's talking. Well, she started getting into VTubing. VTubing, if you don't know, is a really fascinating new trend that is starting to appear, in which a digital character will basically or art will go over you the person and it will react like you would so it's using the camera to track your arms so as you move your arm up the character moves its arm up as you talk the character is talking and moving its mouth And it's done so perfectly now that it looks like a virtual person sitting there talking to you. Well, a lot of people are now attacking her saying, oh, you can't do that. You're not giving the artist credit. You're not uh, you're you're fake. You're going into all of this and blah, blah, blah. It doesn't matter. You got to keep where the trends are going. And it's a trend that's that continues to go. And I think it's awesome. I like this specifically for uh, the women out there because they are constantly constantly harassed for the way they look, the way they act, and everything they do. And that goes all the ways, guys, the same issue happens. Bigger guys like me, uh, I've always been worried to live stream because of people making fun of my weight. I don't really care that much anymore, but it's something I always dealt with in the past. So I like the idea of this and something that you can control, and I think we'll eventually get to the point where you will have a maybe like an 80-year-old grandpa playing a 20-year-old v-tubing girl on stream that's okay that's what we do that's that's what entertainment is all about for things like that and uh the fact that she's getting hate for it is weird but i think you should be aware of the term v-tubing which is a terrible name but uh you should be aware of it because it's going to be increasing in popularity i believe of course, I said QB was going to be the most popular thing of the year, and then COVID happened. So uh, next up, this one is fascinating. If I have time, I think next week, I want to do a segment with the morning show, Greg Batten and Dan DiOrio, and I want to break this down with them. But AT&T is uh, hinting that next year they want to launch a new plan that will uh, reduce your phone bill by 5 or $10 if you allow some sort of advertisement to pop up on your phone. So I've tossed that out to everybody and I ask you guys, the listeners, uh, what your thoughts are on this. Would you be okay with getting advertisements sent to you if you had a reduction in your monthly bill? Let's add on to it. Are you? Well, would you be okay that when those ads are playing that your camera goes on and it watches to see what you're looking at on that ad? I mean, we can keep pushing it and it just makes me wonder how far we're gonna go. Is saving what? I mean, that's one hundred and twenty bucks if it's. Yeah, it doesn't say if it's the ten dollars is a reduction monthly. But I mean, even if that's one hundred and twenty bucks, you'll be saving. I don't know. It'll be interesting. It, it may come to the point, And that's kind of sad that uh, lower income people will have to live through that stuff so that they can have a, a phone bill while the rich get to ignore that so i don't know that's it's a really fascinating subject we've talked about it before but the fact that a big phone company is actually bringing it up and talking about it is really really fascinating uh okay i gotta i'm running out of time so we gotta move here uh little nas you would know him as the old town road rapper uh he is releasing a kid's book of january 5th of next year it's called c for country super cool um venus there's life on venus we have aliens what yeah a little bit of information came out this week that researchers reported the discovery of phosphane in the atmosphere of venus which is a potential sign of life super super cool after all the alien sightings we've had this year yes let's bring on the aliens uh and finally airbnb is doing something really cool with uh, working with will smith you are now able to airbnb Uh, the mansion from the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. You'll only be getting a specific wing of the house because it is a mansion and it's $30 a night and it's been stocked up in total 90s gear. So if you like that show... Uh, When COVID backs down and you want to go out and on vacation, that might be a fun option, especially for $30 in L.A. I I would guess that that's uh, pretty cheap out there. And with that, you guys, we're going to take a break. When we get back, we're going to very quickly go over some moving news of the week. This is The Geek Show on 1470 and (music) 100.3. Welcome back to the Geek Show. I'm your host, Corey Wara. This is a segment where we talk about movies and movie news and TV news. Uh, obviously, movie theaters are still kind of in a weird place right now. I read a really kind of depressing article that, based on the sales, I think it was from Variety, by the way, uh, based on the sales for Tenet in the box office, I think it made around $10 million in the United States, made a boatload more money outside of the United States. But based on Tenet, which I've talked about before, was going to be a tent pole on movie theaters and how they're 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 going to react to how people are uh, deciding to go or not go to movies based on COVID. And they were very disappointed in that number for a new Christopher Nolan film to only get $10 million on its first weekend. Not good at all. That's easily a 200 plus million dollar movie. And, uh, so I think we're going to be seeing some movies pushed. There are rumors now that uh do or that because of the COVID concerns, Disney is considering a new release date for the Black Widow movie and a potential Disney Plus release for the new Pixar movie, Soul, that looks incredibly good. So, movie theaters are struggling, and I totally understand that. I personally won't be going to theaters anytime soon. If you do, that's great. That's totally up to you. Uh, But just remember to be careful and protect yourself and follow the rules and whatnot. We don't want anyone getting sick, especially at a theater, because I feel like the very first case we see where somebody gets it from a movie theater is when they maybe have to close them down for good. And I know theater chains are struggling, and I know locally we have three or four movie theaters that are open now but have been closed and we don't want to see them closed permanently because movie theaters are a great place uh opening up this week uh not really that much uh in theaters we still have uh the tenant movie which is at 73 percent and rotten tomatoes followed by antebellum which is a horror movie at 35 percent Digitally, you can go and watch, or I think it's in theaters also, but you can also digitally buy for $30 if you own Disney Plus, uh, the Mulan movie. That's been getting a lot of controversy that I really don't want to get into right now because it's just too heavy. It's China stuff. It's reviews. It's... uh Changing things from the original movie. So we'll go on from there, but it's at 75% in Rotten Tomatoes. And then the one that hit me the most because I've been waiting for this movie for two years now, uh, The New Mutants is still out in theaters. It's at 33%. Uh, one movie that I was really looking forward to coming out this week is on Netflix. It's called The Devil All the Time. Starves Tom Holland and, uh, Robert Pattinson. It looks really, really good. I love movies about small towns and especially when you involve like these characters that involve like religion and whatnot. It's at 68%. Uh, A lot of people said it's a very bloated movie and very slow, but the acting is phenomenal, so I'm super excited about that one. Um, The one other one that I was super excited for was the series Ratchet, which is on Netflix also now, and it is the series about the, the history of Nurse Ratchet from One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. I was a little hesitant just because Ryan Murphy has a... History of either being incredibly good or incredibly bad for my taste in shows. And sadly, it's at 58% in Rotten Tomatoes, which hurts me so much because I was really looking forward to that. I might check out a couple episodes, but for the most part, I'll probably uh, tap out. Let's talk about some movie news. The Croods, the new age, and it's something I never thought I would see during COVID. The upcoming sequel to The Croods has been pushed one week, one month forward yes it will now reach theaters on november 25th instead of december 25th that's actually really shocking i'll be surprised if that continues i know because of the disney news we talked about a little bit ago that other studios are worried on how they're going to continue forward in theaters so that they can make some money back uh no howley he is one of the writers for fargo he was speaking with variety and he revealed that he has a planned star trek movie concerning a virus that wipes out vast parts of the unknown universe and what I really love about this and what I really think movies should do instead of just doing remake after remake or keeping the same characters is he said that this story will have will 100% be totally unrelated to the previous franchise characters until the end of the movie and I think that's great because I'm personally and I know a lot of fans out there love it but I personally am just tired of all of the winks and the teases and the nods of uh, previous franchises within movies. And it's just like, okay, let's do something original. You can have some of the original characters and some of the things that we know from the past, but show us some new things. Show us some things that we could be excited for in the future uh, and our kids can be excited for to see their own remakes about stuff. So, really, really interesting. I'm always game for a new Star Trek film. Uh, Mega City Smiths. This one is very, very interesting. AMC is developing the show called Mega City Smiths. And, uh, sit back for this one. It is a stop-motion animated comedy starring baby dolls that have been repurposed as grow-up char- grown-up characters in this show. The story follows an investigation into the mysterious disappearance of a fictional character from Mega City. Two detectives follow the case, rallying to fight against the city's dangerous corruption at the high cost to themselves and their families, all in the pursuit of a gentler place to call home. I think that's awesome. I want to see two baby dolls stop-motion animated movie or TV shows about detectives that's ultra gritty and ultra dark. Throw some blood in there. Just go crazy with it. I think that sounds awesome and just hilarious. This one made me excited because I didn't think it was going to happen. But Happy Death Day 3, in a conversation with Empire Magazine, Christopher Layden revealed that the working title for the new Death uh, Happy Death Day movie is Happy Death Day to Us. If you want something unique and different, I highly recommend this franchise. It's a horror movie, but kind of light, and it's more on the emphasis on the comedy side. It is a really, really good series, and one I highly, highly recommend. Uh, There's a trailer out there. I wanted to bring this one up because I like weird movies. It's a French film called Anonymous Animals. There's a trailer for it out there, and I highly recommend you look it up. It's about hybrid creatures that hunt humans like animals, and it is really bizarre, and it can go one of two ways, in my opinion. It can either be really, really good and scary or it can be really bad. And what worries me is the bad part is that uh, some you just see the backsides of some of these ca- people and these characters. But the hybrid animals look just from far away. It looks like super, super fake. I hope they can make it look real because I think it would be scary and horrifying. But we'll have to wait and see. That one's Anonymous Animals. Uh, And then finally, as we wrap things up, speaking to Entertainment Online, Ian McGregor revealed that the upcoming Obi-Wan Kenobi series only plans to run a single season and will begin filming this spring. I hope they do that, because I think one season would be great. If it's anything we know about Disney, they love to take things that are a success and stretch it out to the max limit that they can. So we'll have to keep an eye on that one. We're going to take a break for news. When we get back, we're going to talk about Welcome back to The Geek Show. I'm your host, Corey Wara. Corey, why are you so excited? Well, let me tell you. This happens once in a very... Like, once in a blue moon. Very, very rarely. uh, And that is a new video game generation of consoles. And we have the big ones. We have Microsoft versus PlayStation, as always. And after this week's event with Sony and the PlayStation 5... We kind of know all the information out there. So if you are looking to buy a PlayStation 5 or an Xbox or the next generation of consoles for yourself, stick around because we're going to talk about the nitty-gritty details of the console and even some of the games if we have time. But also, I want parents to be aware because this was an issue I saw when the... um, the Nintendo Wii U came out, and that is confusion. When a a kid comes up to you and says, Hey, I want an, an Xbox, the new Xbox for Christmas, or I want the new PlayStation for Christmas... That normally, you would just say, oh, okay, and then you'd go buy a new one console. But now how it's set up, there are different versions of it, different tiers, so it can be confusing. The Wii U, by the way, is the next generation of the Nintendo Wii, which was a huge success for Nintendo. And the difference was is it was an upgraded console, but it came with a handheld device. A lot of people, even people that I knew, thought that it was just a handheld device that would connect with your old Nintendo Wii, and they did a horrible job of marketing it. You don't release a new console and call it the same thing and just add a letter on it, but that's what Nintendo did. So let's talk about the the big, the next generation, the entrance into Generation 5 of video games, and we got some good ones. First, let's talk about the Sony PlayStation 5. So there are two versions of the PlayStation 5. The internals of it are 100% the same. It's only, there's only one key difference, and that key difference is actually kind of expensive. So you have the regular PlayStation 5. It comes with a disk drive. Then you have a PlayStation 5 Digital Edition, which has no disk drive. What does that mean? That means if you go to the store and buy a physical copy of a video game, you will not be able to use it on your console. Maybe they'll have it where you can buy it still at the store and there's a code in it, but for right now, let's talk about just the basics, which is if you go to the store and buy a physical disc, you will not be able to use it if you own a digital edition of the PlayStation 5. And they did that because, first of all, it's cheaper, and second of all, because they know that in this world we're in... We're starting to go away from physical copies and having the physical things. And in all honesty, uh, I talk about it all the time. I love the PlayStation. I love my PlayStation. I've grown up with it. And I will be going with the PlayStation 5 Digital Edition because ever since I got rid of all of my physical movie collection and made them all into my digital collection, I still keep growing. It is so nice not to have boxes and boxes full of boxes with dvds and blu-rays and video games in it so i'm really excited for it and that's why i'll be doing it but it should be noted if you have a very slow internet connection it takes a while to download some of these big games so you may want to go the physical route Uh, so you have the two versions of the playstation 5 they will internally they are the same the only thing difference is one has a a disk drive the other one does not then we go over to the main confusion which is the xbox series of video game consoles so we have two and they're terribly titled you have the Xbox Series X which is the main hub console that will be the most expensive one that is the true sense of next generation then you have the Xbox Series S yes I'm not joking they are both called Xbox Series one with an X and one with an S Uh, The S version of it is a cheaper version that's kind of a midway point between where we are now with video games and where we're going to go with the new consoles. And I think it's great because a lot of people won't be able to take advantage of the 4K uh, power of the PlayStation 5 and the Xbox. And you might just want to have a console that you just have on your table that you'll be able to play games digitally anytime. The Xbox Series S does not have a disk drive, so it will also be a digital only game. Now, let's break it down even more. The PlayStation 5, the version with a disc drive, cost $500. The digital edition, which no disc drive, cost $400. The Xbox Series X, the main one, the big one, is $500, the same as the PlayStation 5. And then the Xbox Series S, I'm already confusing myself as I'm talking about this, will cost $299. And like I said, why is that? Well, because it's a uh, not cheaper. It is a less powerful version of the new Xbox. The PlayStation 5, no matter which one you get is the best of the best internally a release date. The PlayStation 5's release on November 12th for the United States and the Xbox series family is November 10th optical drive. So if you choose to get the PlayStation five, that comes with a uh, disc drive or a Xbox series X that has a disc drive. They both have 4k UHD Blu-ray drive. So you'll be able to buy and watch uh, ultimate HD Blu-ray. But once again, you need a good TV 4k plus Uh, to really get the quality that you're looking for with that ram which is basically how many programs you can have how fast it reacts they both have 16 gigabytes of ram they both have external storage so you can buy external hard drives and be able to hook it up into the consoles Uh, backwards compatibility this one is so interesting because sony has a history of not having a good record with backwards compatibility and they're kind of doing a little bit more this time but xbox hasn't beat out so if you buy a playstation 5 you can play uh, playstation 4 games about 99% of them according to a sony uh, executive so you will need a disc drive in order to play it and it will also be uh, backwards compatible with the playstation vr so if you have any playstation 4 games that you still want to play or just want to have you can still play them on the playstation 5 if it falls in the 99%. I feel like the one game that I would want, if, if there's one I would want, would fall into that 1%. That's always how my luck turns out. The Xbox, you can go back and play Xbox 360 games, Xbox One games, and all the various accessories. Uh, One place where they're different, at least for right now, Sony hasn't announced anything. Uh, Xbox has something called Project X Cloud. It is their new streaming service where basically you'll be able to play your Xbox games anywhere. On your computer, on your phone, if you have a good internet connection. And what's really cool is it's just all connecting everything. So if you catch up on the next Call of Duty game and then you take a break, you can jump back into that same exact point when you're at home or if you're on the road. Really, really cool. I think we're going to be seeing a lot more of adaptability in where to play games, especially when we move to 5G, because maybe we can make sure we have good Internet speeds. Uh, and then one thing i got to shout out is the quick quick resume feature. Now... PlayStation's talked about this before, but there's nothing concrete yet. But what's really cool is there is a quick resume feature uh, that you can jump in and out of any games that you have and you will instantly, like no loading at all, be able to play right where you were. I think that's one of the biggest things that uh, is going to be a shock to people is that loading times are going to be crazy. And as with all video game consoles, when they first launch, Uh, There's a lot of people that go out and criticize it because of the the graphics or whatnot, and we're going to have very beautiful looking games, but you have to be aware that it takes a couple years for uh, developers to fully get the power and understand these new consoles, so we're not going to see the best of the best uh, initially. But we're going to have some great games, and it's a great time to go out and try some new things. And that's the main thing I I keep wanting to tell people, is that I think a lot of people, there's going to be an initial backlash of people who say, Well, look at this. This game isn't great. It just looks like my PlayStation 4, maybe a little better. And you just have to remember that graphic-wise, we're almost at the peak level until you get to like realistic stuff. So you just need to remember that it takes a while for uh, the technology to catch up with the games but at the same time too it's going to be I think these consoles are going to be heavily on the the side features that will be enhancing things more. So like making the AI uh, people in the game better and smarter, uh, making load times non-existent anymore. That'd be so great, no loading times. And I think it's going to be small things like that that make the experience smoother and more fun in the long run. So that's a, that's a breakdown of the consoles. I got to take a break. I know I was wanting to talk about the games, but maybe we'll talk about it next week, and I'll pull up some trailers for you. Maybe I'll even do a top 10 list. But with that, you guys, we're going to take a break. When we get back, uh, oh, the top five, List of the week. I got some trailers and some viral videos. This is the Geek Show on fourteen seventy and one hundred point three W. Welcome back to the Geek Show. I'm your host Corey Wara. How is everybody doing? The Geek Show is brought to you by Mega Replay, Peoria's best place to buy, sell, and trade. Movies, music, video games, video game systems, and electronics. You can visit them at the Metro Center or on Facebook. Mega Selection, Mega Savings, Mega Replay. And yes, it's the last part of the show. I know, I know, I'm sad too. But you know what? You should be happy because we got a great segment here. This is one of my favorite segments. It's called the Top 5 List of the Week. What is it? Well, it's basically uh, the top five most important pieces of audio that I think you should be aware of for the week. I got three trailers and I got two viral videos. It's hilarious. It's great. And some really crazy things in the world of movies and some that I'm going to go ahead and call Oscar worthy performances. We got a lot of them. So let's get straight into it with number five, number five, number five goes to a viral video that's been going around. In all honesty, I was going to play this a couple weeks ago when the first one came out. But there is a a young lady on YouTube and by young, I mean, she's like eight. Uh, Her name is Natty. Bouchelle and she has a YouTube channel and she got she became viral because she started she is known for playing the drums like really really well and so much so that it caught the attention of Dave gruel from Nirvana and they've became like friends during COVID and they've been sharing videos of them playing drums and they've been doing challenges uh, to each other back and forth but this one's really cool because dave finally came back uh, with a new video for her and you watch it live and he created a brand new song about her it's really cool take a listen to this never want girl best in the world always right on time wonder she got the power got the sound me on the drum make the Yeah, I think that's super cool. If there's one thing during COVID, uh, I think it's really fascinating watching it is that celebrities and musicians spend a lot more time at home, and because of that, they're interacting with people more and more online, and I think this is a great way to just spread some happiness to kids, to the music industry, and I think it's cool that it's a video that goes viral every time it updates, because uh, it gives not only music fans something to watch, but also inspires kids to, hey, maybe while we're home during COVID, staying indoors and all of that, maybe I can learn an instrument or something. So, super, super cool. We need more celebrities like that who go out of their way to help promote and get kids into the arts and to whatever their passion is so super cool if you want to look it up just look for the dave gruel versus natty Bouchelle epic battle round two and you'll be able to find it on youtube number four number four okay here we go number four goes to one of my favorite actors of all time and i'm calling it now he will be nominated and probably win an oscar for this role this is anthony hopkins in the father Data you both? Friday, 31st of December, 1937. You're living with your daughter at the moment? Yes, until she goes to live in Paris. No, Dad, why do you keep going on about Paris? You told me. No, I didn't. I'm sorry, Anne, you told me the other day. Have you forgotten? She's forgotten. (laughs) Paris. They don't even speak English there. (laughs) Dad, I'd like you to meet Laura. How do you do, sir? I say you're gorgeous. Thank you. (laughs) I must say he's charming. Yeah, not always. Laura has come round to help you. I don't need her or anyone else. I can manage very well on my own. Everything all right? Who are you? I see it's me. Paul. Who? I live here. What is this nonsense? And- so yeah, the the trailer itself goes in, it's about two minutes long, and it goes really into depth on uh Anthony Hopkins' character and is he is he dealing with Alzheimer's as he's growing older, or is something going on and maybe his family is messing with him to purposely get something out of him? I don't know. It looks really, really fascinating. There's one thing you have to know about Anthony Hopkins is he puts his heart and soul in every role he plays, and this one looks just I mean, seriously, as soon as I saw it, I'm like, yep, this guy's going to win an Oscar for it because it looks beautifully shot. It looks the acting is phenomenal and just the uh, the cinematography. I think this is one we'll be talking about. This is The Father, and it comes out on December 18th in theaters? Question mark. They said that it's going to be released on October or on December 18th, but they didn't specifically say in theater. So there might be a hybrid or. Or they might be waiting until to see where the world is in December. So super, super cool. Once again, that is the father. And I got to give it up to Anthony Hopkins. Probably, now that I'm thinking about it, the best actor who plays a villain of all time. Really, really good. Number three. Number three goes to a viral video that I cannot just share the love of it that I have just because of its very unique humor. Paul Rudd, who is a very famous actor, he plays Ant Man, uh, recently agreed with Andrew Cuomo to do a COVID campaign about wearing masks so if if, no matter where you are in the debate on masks push that aside but just listen to the audio because it's hilarious it's paul rudd pretending to be a millennial but what i love about it is the the key phrases he uses to act like he's a millennial take a listen to this so quombs asked me he's like paul you got to help what are you like 26 and i didn't correct him so fam let's real talk masks they're totally beast so slide that into your dms and twitch it (laughs) vibe check yes queens like ourselves we want to go to bars we want to drink hook up do our tiktoks i get it i'm not gonna preach at you like some celebrity this is a combo where i talk and you shut up and wear your mask i love that commercial just because i love there is a very fine line you can walk in being a I, i don't think he's super old but maybe his 40s but as a fine line you can walk to uh, pretend that you're trying to be funny while making fun of kids of a certain generation. And you can either go two routes. You can either go super cheesy or uh, you can go uh, on the route of, wow, that's way over the top and you seem angry. This one, he follows that fine line of being funny, informational, but at the same time, he's not mocking anyone. He's just trying to pretend to be a person trying to understand a different generation. Super funny, super cool. Like I said, regardless of masks, It's just a funny video. Number two. Number two. I'm surprised this is not my number one of the week, but I have one that I'm more excited for. This is season two. The trailer came out this week. The Mandalorian season two. Show me the one safety deemed such destruction. You must reunite it with its own kind. Where? this you must determine. The songs of eons past tell of battles between Mandalore the Great and an order of sorcerers called Jedi. You expect me to search the galaxy and deliver this creature to a race of enemy sorcerers? yeah so it's just a nice little teaser trailer I assume we're going to get a bigger one with more in depth of what the story is going to be in the future but it's coming out in October Mandalorian season 2 the I think the saving grace in the geek world with Star Wars because people are still conflicted about the newest Star Wars films but pretty much everybody universally love this Mandalorian show I watched it I thought it was okay I, I, I'm starting to get burned out on Star Wars just because of the movies but I know a lot of people are excited for it the teaser trailer gives you just enough to wait for the next trailer that's going to release probably in a couple weeks because of the october release date but you see a lot of the mandalorian and you see a lot of baby yoda and i have a feeling that's going to be most of season two so once again that's mandalorian season two coming out in october to disney plus here's number 1. Number 1. Okay, I had to put it this on here because if you follow the geek show, you know I love movies that take place and are about stories in real life and what happened in real life and the backstories behind them all. I love those movies so much. So then when Netflix came out and said, "Hey, we have a movie that not only fits that category, Corey, but it takes place in Chicago in Illinois. You gotta check this out. This is the trailer for the trial of the Chicago 7. They tried it peacefully. We gonna try something else. All right, all right. These rebels without a job. They're a threat to national security. This revolution. We may have to hurt somebody's feelings. Let's get on the street! Get on the street! When you came to Chicago, were you hoping to draw the police into a confrontation? So, yeah, that is the trailer for The Trial of the Chicago 7, and it comes out on Netflix on October 16th. It is about in 1969. Seven people were charged by the federal government with conspiracy and more arising from the protests at the 1968 Democratic National Convention in Chicago. Now, obviously, now, I don't know this for a fact. Well, no, they couldn't have because they had to film this before. Uh, COVID and before all the protests. So uh, it's oddly timed that this movie came out with where we are in the world, but I love stories about real life events and I'm super excited to dive into this one, especially since it's one involving Illinois. And in all honesty, I don't know much about these protests so that makes me even more excited for it. And on top of all of that, it's written and directed by Aaron Sorkin who is known for his great volumes of books, TV shows and movies that he's done. He is a phenomenal, phenomenal artist And I look forward to that show that's coming out uh, once again on October 16th. That is the trial of the Chicago 7 on Netflix. Super, super cool. And yeah, that is the Geek Show for the week. I know, I know. I'm sad, too. But you know what? We have a whole week to look forward to. Some great new things will probably be coming out. We got a new video game system coming out. We got movies coming out. There's a lot of fun, uh, a lot of fun and cool things to look forward to. So have a fantastic weekend. Do something good. Do something great. Remember, we're all in this world together. Let's push to spread more love and uh, not to get too hippie on you. But just uh, watch out for each other's backs. As we talk about in the Geek Show all the time, you have to remember, us geeks are always made fun of and picked on for the things we love and we need to defend each other watch each other and just help support them no matter what your views are politically star wars wise star trek wise we're all in this together so let's go out there do something good just do one good thing every day that's all i ask so have a fantastic weekend guys this is the geek show on 1470 and 100.3